Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. From Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your snackable daily podcast where we talk about everything entertainment every day. Hi, I'm Laura Brodnick and I'm Mamma Mia's entertainment editor. And I'm Key Reese from Mamma Mia's influencer agency called Social Squad and it has been a week. We have been out at red carpets and events and interviews every night this week so we apologise in advance if our voices are a little scratchy and a bit loose here today. Just stay with us. Well, this is our 2019 ARIA Awards special and on the show today, how did a busker from Byron Bay become one of the biggest artists in the world? I am literally the epitome of a breakthrough artist of 2019. And could Sophie Monk be any more on brand? Her biggest self-proclaimed bogan moments. But to kick off the show today... I got to do a red carpet, my first solo red carpet without Laura Brodnick, but I was given strict instructions not to fangirl and to be a serious entertainment journalist. Yes, I was filming back-to-back interviews with some of Australia's biggest TV stars, so I did. I felt like a little mother bird pushing her baby bird <laughs> out of the nest and letting you go solo on a red carpet, but I did give you strict instructions on how to behave and what to say because I'm a bit of a veteran of the Aria's red carpet, so I just hope that you did what I said. Well, I'm just going to say one thing, and this is what it is. When Laura is away, he will play. Journalism who? What? Degrade reality stars. Yes, please. Wait, who approved this? Gossip, 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 gossip. Celebs. Key, we're not a gossip podcast. Rodnick is away. Key will play. Hey! (laughs) So we were obviously there. I was there with producer Hannah and Rennie, our video gal. They were just my biggest hype girls for the day. And we started off by asking different people a couple of cheeky questions. You might say questionable. I say cheeky. So we spoke to Morgan Evans. The most famous person in your phone book? Uh, Probably Keith Urban. Oh, Keith Urban. Love that. Enjoy tonight. Best of luck. I know you're performing. How are you feeling about it? Uh, great. Uh, I mean, that's my favourite part of this whole whole deal, and uh, to be invited to perform is a big deal. Samantha Jade. First thing you did when you woke up this morning? Thought about my coffee and then went to get a coffee. Pretty good. I love that. The most famous person in your phone book? Guy? Sebastian? That's pretty good. And he's hosting tonight as well. Yes, he is. I'm so excited to see that. Faker boy. Last person that you called? Uh, my mum. Yes, and I told her about uh, Aries and stuff, and she was like, huh? Okay. Yeah. Um, if I have TV, I'll try and find the channel. But yeah, it's, yeah they, don't have, um, they don't have much reception out in the community and stuff, but hopefully she does see me in the um, video and then understand what's going on. So yeah, try to explain. Well, make sure you take as many pictures tonight as possible so you can show her. G Flip, who I think was honestly the best on ground. First thing you did when you woke up this morning? I kissed my girlfriend, Gemma. Who is gorgeous, by the way. She's so gorgeous. Oh, she looks so amazing tonight. Felt like popping down to Proud's Jewelers, getting a ring and being like, babe, want to marry me? You look so gorgeous tonight. The most famous person in your dress book? Maybe 
Mike Shinoda from Linkin Park or Liam Payne from One Direction? Both massive. I don't think I have Liam Payne's number, but I had Thanksgiving with him, which was weird. And, okay, I think probably this was one of two fangirl moments. I'll get to that in a second. But we got to speak to Murray from The Wiggles. Okay, that's iconic. He was definitely the biggest star there. He was, right? And he was so cool. He was like, I used to be in The Wiggles and now I'm something else, but I wasn't taking any notice of that because forever he will be an original Wiggle. All right, so this is probably where you're going to be a little bit disappointed. I did have one fangirl moment. Okay, I did tell you to be a professional, but that's okay. It's your first time out. What did you do? I'm sure we can fix it. Let's do damage control. Okay, well, it was the winner winners of Love Island, Australia, Josh and Anna. <laughs> Why were they at the Arias? Okay, I'm sure they got invited Why by one of their Why weren't they at the Arias? Okay. It's more like it. I think you should apologise. Um, but this is what happened. Can I just quickly... I'm, I'm not really allowed to do this because I'm meant to be being a serious journalist right now, but I have to fangirl because I love oh, you guys so much. You. You're my favourite couple. And oh my God, I just love how much of a girl's girls you are. I'm such a girly girl. I like, I love, like all of my friends were like, you were exactly yourself. You always give us advice. They're like, we just miss you giving us advice. I know. Can you come around and give me boy advice? I really need it. I love giving boy advice. I will sit with people and like listen to them for like four hours and be like, tell me everything. Let's resolve this. I love it. It was so annoying because all I wanted to do in the video was spend time with Anna. And everyone would always pull her away. I'm like, nah, give it back, give it back. It's like a fight. I was like, nah. Oh. Well, you guys are so sweet. I wish you guys the best of luck. It was lovely to meet you. Okay, Laura Bronick absolutely would not approve of what just happened, but oh my God, Josh and Anna from Love Island. Oh, Key Reese, that was not a highlight for you. And also, can I just set the scene of what happened? I told you to wear flat, comfy shoes for the Arias because you're behind a big barrier and everything. And so you had to, am I right in thinking that you actually had to take a box to stand on? Oh my God, so you're, you're, t- fair, you're outing my box I'm right now? I'm just trying to give people the image I have in my head right now, which is you standing on a crate, leaning over the Arias barrier, asking the Love Island people for advice. Yeah, that's that's exactly what happened. But I'll have you know, I did put an Instagram story up and she reinstated it. So I think that my life is now made. Key race, and you're never allowed to fly solo again. All right, so Sophie Monk, I mean, she is just so on brand with her self-proclaimed, I'll have you know, bogan-ness. Did you see her? She obviously didn't do press. She just did pictures. But she was posing for pictures and had her glam squad on their knees with actual leaf blowers to give her like a windswept look. So those are the original pictures of her with the two leaf blowers were just taken up in her hotel room, which is something a lot of stars do. They kind of have set up pictures with like wind machines or people holding up their dresses and stuff to get the shot before they go down to the red carpet and it's chaos and you're getting pushed around, that sort of thing. And then she asked her followers, should I just take the leaf blower people down? Stop. With me and everyone was like, do it. So then Sophie Monk, from what I could see, because obviously you were there and I wasn't, you she was walking her carpet with two people holding leaf blowers on her, but they were in all the pictures. And I think that's the most iconic picture from this year. It was literally Bunnings meets the biggest awards music award show of the night. It was such a crazy mashup. And people spend so much money on wind machines up in those hotel rooms trying to get those shots. And she's just gone to Bunnings and got leaf blowers. So I feel like next time you and I do a red carpet, you bring the box and I'll to stand on and I'll bring a leaf blower. <laughs> and we'll look just like Sophie Monk. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. On to big wins and performances. Tones and I. So you know that song, Dance Monkey? 
Oh, yes, I do. You and I were just trying to hype ourselves up before the show started listening to that. Well, she swept the awards, picking up four out of eight things that she was nominated for. So she won Best Female Artist, Pop Release, Breakthrough Artist and Independent Release. But what everyone is talking about is her speech. Did you get a chance to see it? Her breakthrough speech? Yes. Yes, where she was talking about the most important thing she hadn't said yet is that all the people who came past and supported her while she was busking and she said who, like, gave her food to have in her stomach and who bought her demos and it's so wild to think that just a short while ago she was busting on the street and trying to find somewhere to sleep and have food and then she's up on the Aria stage accepting all the awards for the night. Massively. So just to put it into perspective, so a year ago she was busking but today global streams of that song Dance Monkey have recently passed 1 billion streams. How insane is that? And no other Australian artist in pop music history has had a debut year like hers. So she's just literally skyrocketed. But I love her other speech that she did as well. So she, I think this was for her best female artist. And this is what everyone has been tweeting about, like just saying, instead of I die, they're saying I cry. So she was saying that um, she doesn't always feel like she's the most relatable female artist because she's not really into dresses or typically girly things. But to her, those things don't really define what it is to be a female artist in the industry anymore. And people just erupted. But the second half of the speech was just beautiful. And here it is. It's being brave and courageous and true to yourself. No one could have ever prepared me for the whole world judging me and comparing you to other artists. But what's most important is that you have to be a good person and care about others and carry yourself well. So, so thank you. Thank you to Jackson, Regan, Dave, Emma, my best friends, Kurt, Tiles and Jen, and thank you to Australia for letting me know that I'm okay just the way that I am. So it was so beautiful. And for her other wins, because she obviously had three other wins, she apologised because she'd only written one speech. She is just my favourite person right now. She is amazing. The other thing that's really going around about her at the moment, which I'm not like super into this rumour, is that there's a lot of discussion around her age with some people saying, like, she's only 19, like, this is amazing. And some people have actually gone back through her Instagram accounts trying to work out and they're saying she's actually older, that she's closer to being, like, she's in her late 20s. Well, yeah, I've seen reports today that she's... 26, but there is this underground conspiracy happening. I just think it's wild this always happens when women have like a breakthrough. Kind of think of the whole Rebel Wilson thing and like other times where people are just like, oh, they must be like older to be this successful. So yeah, ABC's reported that she's definitely 26 years old and I feel like they fact check. But when you Google her, the first thing that comes up is that she's 19 years old. It's just like, why is this a thing? And I love that she's not clarifying it. So it would just continue to build and build. All right, so the biggest upset of the night was had to be Guy Sebastian, who won for best song, beating out Dance Monkey. And it has literally the whole of Australia and the world, I might add, up in arms about it. Yeah, so you and I hit some of the after parties last night and the kind of vibe was that there were a few upsets with the winners and people weren't very happy. And and that was very much one that people were talking about. I don't know. I think that there's also, like, you've got to think about Guy Sebastian's song. It was written about his song Quiet. It was written about his friend's suicide and his speech when he won. He got very emotional, was quite teary about it. And he was saying there's so many people out there who need love and that's what his speech was about. So I don't know, maybe it's getting too emotional over which was the better song, but I thought it was a nice win. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, 
head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. All right, notable moments from the night because it wouldn't be an awards night if some weird stuff didn't go down. First of all, we were, when we were on the red carpet, we saw Terry and Bob Irwin walk past in their khakis and then another one, another one, another khaki-wearing person following closely behind with a blue box and producer Hannah and I were like, oh, my God, what is in the box? He's definitely bringing something out on stage. And he did. Larry the Python made an appearance on stage and he yelled out to the audience, who, do you want, um, who wants to come up and meet Larry? And then Sophie Monk walks up there and has kind of like a Britney Spears slave for you moment, wrapping the python around her neck and singing into Mike. That's quite an iconic moment, I feel. I've been in events too where I've seen the Irwin family carry in mysterious boxes into events. It's not, something always is alive and dangerous in there. Yeah, and it looked very scary. I think she kind of got freaked out towards the end, but it was a very good it started moment. doing like a death wrap around yes. her. <laughs> That would have been so good. But I love how she said, okay, I'm, I'm just going to take this moment to sing because it's probably only opportunity I'm going to get tonight. And I was like, yes, Sophie Monk. I just love <laughs> how she, she sung always Slave for You. Love yeah, it. so good. So the other moment of the night everyone's talking about, and we should say this has actually been one of the most talked about ARIA Awards we've had in a long time. According to stats, the actual views of people watching it on the TV were quite low, like the lowest they've had in a year. But it was trending in Australia. It was trending overseas. Uh, you know, all of them, there's so much coverage around it. And I think that kind of speaks to how we watch things now. Like people aren't going to watch the live show of it, but they're going to be talking about it for days to come. So the other moment that people are quite excited about is the Veronicas, Jess and Lisa Origliasso, twins oh, of Brisbane, I love got them. up on stage. And obviously there's been so much talk around them lately because of yeah. the whole Qantas debacle that they've talked about a lot. And they're obviously their TV show on MTV premiering. And there's been a lot of talk that they're like, they hate each other and they're like the bad twins of Australia. So they really played into it. There were so many in-jokes in a little speech they got up to give before they present an award. So um, Jess started off by saying that they were Australia's favourite siblings and Lisa was like, um, I think that's Robert and Bindi Irwin, which <laughs> fair enough. And also Robert was sitting there with a snake, so I feel like you didn't want to cross him <laughs> in that moment. So then she said, yeah, but we're in the entertainment industry, like they're not in the entertainment industry. And then Lisa goes, oh yeah, but there's also the Hemsworths who oh. obviously trump them. So they went on like that and they kind of finished it off by saying, okay, fine, we are Australia's favourite controversial siblings. <laughs> and then Lisa said, I don't know, Chappelle and Mercedes Corby might have something to say about that. <laughs> and then it just cut out. Everyone was like, because it's such an in-joke with them that they are so controversial oh, the moment. I loved it. They are so Shout out to funny. Chappelle. Shout out to Chappelle, who I do follow on Instagram and I recommend following. <laughs> do you following. really? Yeah, I love her. I just think she's wild anyway. It's a whole another <laughs> episode of our, <laughs> of our Oh, God. Okay. Well, that was a bit of a gaffe. Did you like that segue? I did. There was an envelope gaffe which was handled brilliantly on stage. So radio duo Veronica Milsom and Lewis Hobber, they were on stage to announce the winner of Best Independent Release, which went to Tones and I, but they'd been given the wrong envelope. It was actually the um, envelope that was for Paul Kelly, who won Best Adult Contemporary Album, but how they handled it was so classic. So while they were waiting for the correct envelope to be brought out, Lewis said, the winner is Moonlight. It's Moonlight, everyone, which of course was a reference to the very infamous Oscars moment that happened a few years ago. If you don't know, which our producer Hannah didn't know about this, is that La La Land was announced as the Best Picture winner. And then halfway through their big acceptance speech, it was revealed that Moonlight was the actual Best Picture winner. So they had to all get up on stage. And it is the most awkward moment in 
in oh, it's so awkward in like award show history, which we kind of saw repeated last night in a way. Yeah, it was good. I really liked it. Well, I also just wanted to kind of recap a little bit. Like if you if you're listening today and you don't know some of the people that we've talked about, I think that that is why we need the aria. So I went yesterday and I didn't know a lot of the people as well. I knew the main people, but what it was is I think and why the arias are still so important and so relevant is that it's introducing us um, or introducing the mainstream to really great Australian artists. And Australian music is having such a great moment. It has been for a few years now, but just this past year has been really great. So I encourage everyone to go and watch some of the highlights, see who the winners are, maybe listen to some of their music because we should be really supporting our homegrown talent. And on that note, I would encourage everyone to go and watch Key's video of her on the red carpet. While Laura's away, Key will play a headline <laughs> I definitely did not condone or sign off before she went to the Arias, but that's going to be up soon on Mamma Mia. We'll link it on our Instagram page at Mamma Mia Entertainment, so go follow us there. Thank you so much for listening to The Spill today. We hope you enjoyed our Arias recap. And while you're listening to today's episode, please remember to subscribe. That way you'll never miss an episode. And please give us a five-star review. The Spill is produced by Hannah Bowman. We'll see you on mamamia.com.au. Bye. Bye. Na 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 na